0: Welcome to the Tech Buddha podcast. This is your host, Chida. I'm an AI developer intern in Edge Neural, currently pursuing my undergrad in beta computer science. In this podcast, we try to share unbiased positives and negatives of various apps and services and let you decide on what's best for you. I have planned this podcast to be a tri weekly podcast wherein I would air shows every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8pm. In the welcome episode, I mentioned that I would be talking about data privacy. Since there's a lot to talk about it, I decided to convert this into a series. In today's episode, we will talk about the birth of Information Age. One should know this to understand the positive and negative implications of data collection. For data collection based companies to emerge, several aspects came together. I will slightly touch the history so bear with me, don't get angry at me or don't pause. I am pretty sure that you will find this interesting. So going ahead. In the time period between early 90s and 2010s, online payment systems weren't as matured as these days. Moreover, it was a time when people never wanted to pay for a software, not even a single penny. Internet was just filled with pirated copies of anything and everything. There were even pirated copies of antivirus softwares which carried malwares. It's like having sugar cubes for diabetes. That time period was a pinnacle of software piracy. The estimated loss of all software companies together between 2007 to 2011 was nearly 260 billion US dollars which is roughly more than 600 billion US dollars if we consider inflation and equate it to current day's US dollar value. We Most of us can't even fathom that number. Remember, all of this was caused because of piracy where either people weren't able to afford the service or they weren't ready to spend some p- money for software. This means that there was a dire need for a business model which didn't ask money directly from people. This was further fueled by the Twin Tower attack famously known as 9-11 in USA. To curtail terrorism, the US government had to collect extensive amounts of data to prevent attacks rather than respond to it, which was later shed light upon to the public by Edward Snowden and several other people. We could say that these were the major factors that led to the beginning of information age. Coming back, these data collection based companies often use our information to personalize our app feed and compete with similar services, Example: YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Amazon etc. Apart from that, they need to make money to live, we can't expect people to rise out of the blue and give everything free to use without seeking nothing in return. These are companies for God's sake, not charities. They need to make money. The recent public outrage on WhatsApp is a very good example. People were shocked and were extremely angry on WhatsApp regarding their recent privacy policy update. This is ridiculous to be open. We were happy and completely fine when someone gave us something for us for free. We never asked a single question to them. Now, when they are asking for something back to survive or to make profit, we became angry. The worst part was, there was a huge migration from WhatsApp to Telegram. (laughs) That's the most hilarious part. Telegram's business model too is yet to be clear. This is simply because of a sudden realization of how things are becoming. Whenever you use any app or service which involves cloud-based stuff, ask this simple question to yourself, how do they make money? I repeat, how do they make money? This question is practically applicable to almost everything and maybe everyone in life. If someone you, who you just came to know is nice to you, ask yourself what he needs from you. I am not being a pessimist here. Just saying that nothing is good or bad, everything is grey. Coming back, data collection based companies make this money by serving us personalized ads which we are more likely to pursue rather than a generic ad, example newspaper ads which for most of the newspaper ads we don't give a damn right, but most of youtube ads are more appealing to us, that's a very good analogy. These companies also sell this data to other companies who want to perform analysis on general public. Sometimes they also sell data to the government to help them in maintain the law. But as we know, take us a doublish sword, it will strike the other way too. If there is power in someone's hand, their good measures will create. Their tiny mistakes or purposed ones will destroy beyond measure. Very similar to nuclear power. There have been several incidents on the abuse of data collection. Again, I'm not saying that data collection is wrong, it's similar to nuclear power. Nuclear power can hold a whole city for months without any major environmental footprints, but when converted to a bomb, it can destroy a whole city again. To prevent this podcast from becoming a pro data collection podcast or anti-data collection podcast. In the following episode, I will share multiple incidents where data collection has saved countless lives. I will also share its negative faces too. This is done to make sure that I don't enforce my opinion, instead encourage you to further investigate and, make it, and take your own stand. If you like this podcast, kindly share it to your friends and families. Till today, the best way to make a podcast get more audience. Is word of mouth. Make sure you hit the bell icon and follow this podcast in whatever app you are listening this podcast through. See you guys on Wednesday. This is your host Chida, signing off. Bye.